This is Happiness Solved with America's Happiness Coach, Sandy Scarlatta. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. I am so happy you're here. Happiness Solved is dedicated to giving you content that is empowering, motivational, inspirational, and of course, a dose of happiness. It's my way to give back to the world and share other people's stories and wisdom. This thing called life can be challenging, and the stories that that are shared demonstrate that no matter what you have gone through, you can choose happiness. Before I introduce today's guest, I want to talk to you about shifting your perspective. This is so important because there are so many things that frustrate us or stress us out. And if we were able to shift our perspective of the situation, we would be so much happier. You see, we all have our own perspective, which is the way we view the world. It's like the lens in which we see things. When we shift our perspective, it changes our perception of life. Our perception is the way we think about or understand someone or something, and it is also what we understand or interpret from our five senses. However, our perception is shaped by our past experiences, feelings, and thoughts. Think of it as looking at the glass half full or half empty. In short, when we change our perspective, it changes our perception, which in turn changes our beliefs and ultimately changes our reality. So change your perspective, change your life. It sounds simple, yet it can be very challenging for some to actually achieve. If you would like to learn more about this topic and how to work with me personally, please visit sandyscarlotta.com to schedule a free 15-minute call with me and to get access to a free digital copy of my book, Happiness Solved. I also invite you to join my growing community by texting me at 703-420-3472 to receive daily inspirational messages. Again, that number is 703-420-3472. Thank you for listening today, and I hope you enjoyed today's interview. Today's guest is Kelly Calabrese. After Kelly experienced a painful divorce, she got certified as a divorce coach to help her heal and to help others do the same. She founded Intentionally Fabulous and began her mission to help women going through any stages of separation and divorce go from fearful to fearlessly pursuing what set their soul on fire. Kelly has been featured on CBS, Fox, NBC, Forbes, The New York Times, Men's Health, Huffington Post, and Us Magazine. This is such a great interview, and I hope you enjoy it. Hi, Kelly. It's so great to have you here today. How's it going? It is going so well, Sandy. Thanks for having me. It is an honor to be oh, here. Thank you. It's an honor to have you. I I love this because I get to talk to so many incredibly interesting people. And I want to hear about your story because you have been doing this a very long time. So what is your backstory? How did you get to the point where you have been doing this for 35 years as a wellness and lifestyle expert and entrepreneur? Well, when I was 13, I wrote in my journal, I will be an exercise therapist, really not knowing exactly what that meant. I just knew I was so happy when I was exercising, running, dancing, jumping, swimming, cheerleading. I was like, wow, what are people knocking about this endorphin rush? Like, this is awesome. 
And I also wanted to move away from a really strong family history of heart disease, diabetes, stroke, obesity, cancer. So I had to wait till I was 17 to get started and launch my career. But I have been blessed to do so many things since then, variety of things from owning and operating health clubs to managing corporate fitness centers. I've spoken on stages all over the world, several best-selling books, been on all the major networks, and just had the opportunity to you know, travel, network marketing, fitness boot camps. It, it has just been a blessed and awesome career. And I thought I had it all together. <laughs> but then the big turning point for me came um, when I was married 24 years and my husband came home and he said, my commitment to our marriage is zero. And he left. And it floored me. That was my thing. You know, everyone's got their thing. That was my thing. And it really took me to my knees, emptied me out, and made me question everything in my life, including who I was. And I went on a three-year healing sabbatical to really figure it out. And from that, I actually got certified as a divorce coach. So I've added to what I've done, taking a spirit, mind, body approach to physical and mental well-being to now also include relational well-being. And, and that's what's got me to today. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That, that must be really tough if you're blindsided like that. It happens. I mean, looking back, I can say it was a slow fade, but there was that moment where he just said, my commitment is zero. And it, it definitely did rock my and my children's world. They were 16 and 17 at the time. So already a pretty challenging age. And he was re-engaged within a month of our divorce and remarried a few months later. So it was just like, you know, trigger, insult. It was just a series of unreasonably difficult things for a good year and a half after that. Mm -hmm. And what, what was the one thing, if you could tell the listeners, for somebody that's have, has, is going through something like that now, what was the one thing that kept you going, kept, you know, got you out of bed every day? Well, yeah, for me, it was my faith. I believe in something bigger than me that created this world. I mean, if I'm all that is, my intelligence, my abilities, to me, that's pretty sad. So I was able to rely on my faith and miracles happen through the hardness, through the darkness, through the door kicking moments and the bitterness and depression and really all the things that go along with grief. I did have glimmers of hope I did have, you know, pretty miraculous things that happened, whether it was just a friend that reached out for you at the right moment or, you know, something you'd really been praying for that came to pass. So for me, it was absolutely my faith. And then the, there were definitely other things, but that was, if I had to pick one, that's what got me through. Mm, wow. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's huge. And that definitely is, is, you know, just trusting, like you said, that there's something bigger than, than us. Yeah. Yes. That, that's actually one of the, the scriptures that I stand on. It just says, trust God and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, submit and trust that your path will be made straight. So that, that's been one of my life scriptures the last couple of years. Nice. Nice. All right. So you're a three-time best-selling author. So let's talk about your books. So what are your books about? What are they called? The first one is called Mom and Dadpreneurs, and it's really about putting your family first, also knowing that you have some talents and purpose and things that are in you that you are designed to do, 
but you shouldn't have to do them at the expense of your family. So it's about having the right order in your life. And it tells the stories of 29 different people, whether it was traditional families, single families, blended, adoptive families, that were able to take their business home or create a new business from home that allowed them to still have executive pay and a really great lifestyle while still you know, raising kids without the sacrifice. So that was the first one. The second one is called Passionistas. And it's basically, what would you tell your younger self, knowing what you now know? And it was intended to be an audience of millennial women, but I have been shocked at how many men and how many older people read that book and are really impacted, again, by the stories of people giving these life lessons about, if I knew then what I know now, this is what was really valuable and important. And then the third and most recent best-selling book is called Success Habits of Super Achievers. And that tells the story of over 80 different people, ordinary people just like you and I that had something unreasonably difficult happen to them that chose to get back up again and not just get back up, but to do something incredible with their hardness, with their difficulty, with their suffering that is making a difference, you know, at least in their family, their community, or even the world. Nice. Okay, so I wrote a couple of notes down because I want to go back to the first book. So you're talking about putting the family first when you're so busy. And I know for me lately, my life has been extremely chaotic because I had to coordinate four moves. My my husband and I downsized, but I had the movers at my house four separate times. You know, I work full time. And you know, like that balance. And, and I, and I have to say, you know, I I mean, I've been a life coach for, for 25 years, you know, but, but you still, when you're in it, it's like, you know, okay, what do I need to do? You know, what, what do I need to do? You know, (laughs) because when you're in the midst of of chaos, you know, it's crazy. So what, if, if there was like one big tip that you have in the book for, for balancing that, what would you, what would you say that is? Yeah, so my my background in wellness, I remember doing my master's degree and them showing us that wellness wheel where you have, you know, all these spokes, physical, financial, relational, professional, spiritual, you know, financial, and it's never perfectly balanced. So just throw that out the window. And at times we are meant to go deep in a certain area. Let's say, for example, we're getting towards the age where maybe we need to start taking care of our parents. And, you know, when you get into the thick of that, sometimes that's all that you can manage and walking them out that last season of their life. Or if you're a new mom and you have a baby, you're supposed to go deep in that season and not be on the front lines of, you know, the war zone or the mission field. So there are times when we are supposed to go deep. Sometimes it's losing a job. These things that happen make us stronger. But in terms of balance, I work with a lot of divorced women, and it's a life event for a reason. Your whole life has been blown up. It feels like a hurricane came through, scattered everything all over the place, left you with this gaping, painful hole in your heart, and you're just so overwhelmed. So what I say when you're feeling out of balance is get present. If you're thinking about all the things in the past, you're spending your time just in complete regret and stress, and if you're in so much fear, you're spending too much time far ahead in the future. So get present. And even in the military, when there's chaos and things happening, they get people to breathe and calm down. Because when you're not calm, that's no place to make any major life decisions. So 
By breathing and getting present, now you can focus on the one thing in front of you that is the thing that you can do something about, that is urgent and is important, that if you can take that one step, then you can get on to the next step. But if you get too far ahead of yourself, that's where it just gets so overwhelming. Some things can wait, not everything is an emergency, so you need to be able to prioritize what's really urgent, what's really important, what can I delegate, what doesn't need to be done at all. I work with my clients a lot about having a to-don't list. <laughs> so instead of just the to-do list, what do you need to stop? What are you doing that's sucking up your time, that's taking your good energy, that's no longer serving you? Maybe it was great in one season, but now it's not. So in these 24 hours that you get, what do you need to stop? Because there's only four things we can do with our time. We can start things, stop things. We can do more of things or less of things. So if you're that overwhelmed, at least in this moment, this day, which will never happen again, put things on the to-don't list, focus on the things you can do something about, and that will help you to get back, maybe not exactly balanced, but at least not having a panic attack <laughs> and being able to, you know, have some peace. Yeah, I know. Well, I heard somebody say recently, or I may have read it, that stress is an illusion because it's really our, our perspective. And, and if you just stay focused on one thing at a time, stress doesn't need to be present. So that, that was what I kept thinking of when I was going through the move and having to work and, you know, all this stuff going on. So that that's really great. Okay, your second book. I love that concept about talking to your younger self. And as a matter of fact, my first book I wrote was a novel. I intended it for teenage girls. And again, I had teenage boys, I had adults, people of all ages, but the storyline is about a teenage girl and she is in a coma and she sees, she, she's like guided down this path into the woods and she comes to this big tree and she sees this little girl and the little girl looks up to her and she realizes it's herself as a six-year-old and the little girl looks at her and says, how did we get this way? So I want to hear some of the, you know, if you could share a couple of the stories, because you said you interview, or, you know, you would talk to other people, like, t talk a little bit more about that, because I love that whole concept that, you know, I, I just really believe that when we're so innocent as a child, right, and then the, yes. the world messes us up in, in so many ways, right? <laughs> people tell you, you can't do yeah, that, or you can't do that. Or, yeah. But yeah, there was a, one, one of the women, she was a big league, um, not attorney, accountant. So she went all the way through, got her master's, all the, you know, series seven, this, that, corner office, worked her way up to the top. I think she had like seven years of college and she was one day missed her daughter's recital and then she missed another thing with her child. And then before you know it, she just kept missing stuff. And she's like, this is not worth it. It's not worth having this corner office. And even though she had all these degrees, she was unhealthy, she was overweight, she was missing things. And so she left and she came home and she just first started to lose weight. She's like, I just need to get healthy first and I'll figure it out. And she got turned on to a nutrition plan and she wound up being an advocate for that nutrition plan has earned millions of dollars selling this nutrition plan and she's at home and so happy. So that was one example of sometimes we think we can't change because we have so much invested. I went to school for seven years. I worked my way to the corner office. I, but it was killing her, you know, physically, emotionally, relationally. 
So, and she was able to replace the finances. So there's lots of stories like that. You know, even my story, I was a striver. I was a super achiever, producer, put your head down, make it happen. And I have 27 certifications. I'm always learning, going to conferences. And I was home with my kids. The moment my son was born, I sold my health clubs. I never went back, but I was always very future focused. So I was never really present enjoying my kids. So that's something that was a major life lesson along with I can't be anyone's savior was another. Also, I am a recovered perfectionist. Man, it is tough to live life as a perfectionist and it's really a form of procrastination and it is tough to be a perfectionist. It is tough to live with a perfectionist. So um, those were some of the many life lessons. And you know, one couple, they were both immigrants who came here with nothing. You know, we've heard those stories where, you know, I came over from Ireland with $200 in my pocket. I slept in my car. And th- there's an edge to being an immigrant where you're just gritty, where that is the thing that you are just willing to rise up and, you know, do what it takes to have a success story for your family. And they were able to do it without sacrificing uh, their family as well. So lots of good, good stories in there. Lots I of lessons. I love it. I love it. And then your third book, Success Habits, and I wrote down, you, you spoke to 80 people. And now, did you say that these were like high achievers? Oh my goodness. Yes. So they are all super achievers and you would recognize many of them. And this, this book is done with my uh, friend, Kyle Wilson has been a dear friend forever. He's um, very well known in the personal development field. He was business partners with Jim Rohn. And so there are lots of celebrities in this book from professional athletes to little rock stars and, you know, speakers, motivational people and so on. And they, no one gets through this life without having something difficult happen. I mean, in the world, there's going to be suffering. There just is. And the sooner you realize that, that it doesn't discriminate, the less stressed and the better off you'll be. And it's what you decide to do with it. So if you get knocked down the 10th time, you get up the 11th time and you figure out how you're going to make it better, learn and not lose, be the victor, not the victim. And so these stories talk about people overcoming cancer, the death of a child. I mean, the most horrific things that you can think about. A house burns down, a, you know, you have an abortion that you later regret. I mean, so many things that just happen in life that what I recommend people do is get up every day and read one story or every night. It's a couple of pages. And when you read that story, you're like, oh my goodness, if they can do that, then I can get through my yeah. day. And, um, you know, even some of the professional athletes that were, you know, cut from the team and, you know, just dream shattered in a moment and that now they're more successful than they ever could have even imagined. When you look at most professional athletes, when they're cut, they wind up, you know, getting addicted, losing all their money, lose their family. And so it's choosing to do something healthy and well with the hardness that you're Mm, given. I love it. it. Was there a common theme? Um, I think the grittiness is definitely a common theme. So when you look at successful people, and this has been studied many times, you know, were they born into money? No. Did they have, you know, a Harvard education? No. Were they the first child in the family? No. I mean, they have looked at all these things to say, hey, what really makes someone successful? You know, did their parents not be divorced? You know, whatever. Everything they look at, what it comes down to is the grittiness. Mm. So they have the resilience, they have the courage to stand back up again. And a lot of people are, don't have that, you know, especially my, my kids are in college and 
I'm a little bit concerned about their generation and, and how quick they are to just be defeated. And, you know, they're with social media, they're comparing themselves to everyone else who seems to have this amazing world and, you know, this everything better than they could possibly have. And you need to be able to love yourself, to be thankful for what you have, even if you're contending for so much more, being in gratitude for what you have is definitely a component. Um, I would say, you know, healthy habits. So keeping your physical health, your mental health, your spiritual health as well as possible, you know, not abusing yourself is, is another theme. Um, really knowing who you are, people that get to know themselves is really valuable. Otherwise, you know, you're trying to be someone you're not, you're, and you're never going to have that true joy on the inside when your identity is based on things in the world, like the car you drive or the neighborhood or the shoes or the purse or friend groups or whatever. It's really knowing your soul that um, makes them a super achiever. Love it. That was very well said. And I, I kind of figured that was the case um, just because I've I'm very well read and versed on, you know, success and everything. So yeah, that's really amazing. So is there anything else that you'd like to share with the audience today? We've covered so much. <laughs> we have, yeah. Um, I mean, if anyone listening has had any grief surrounding relationships that they feel are not yet resolved, whether they're in an unhappy marriage all the way to, you know, years post breakup and they're still feeling bitter, angry, or unresolved. I do have a, a free Facebook group where we talk about the hard things. We support and encourage each other. We laugh. So it's just a great community that I welcome anyone to come to. It's called Intentionally Fabulous. And that's the goal, you know, to be intentional about being fabulous. And I pour into that page every single day and there's always videos and just encouraging things there. So anyone uh, that is for women only are welcome to join there. If they want to get a free copy of my book, they can go to Kelly with an I, Calabrese.com. And the Success Habits of Super Achievers ebook is available to anyone there. So they're welcome to get that. And I guess to wrap it up, I would say the lens that I look through life with is to let love win. So that's always my goal. That's my barometer. That's my peace measure is how can I go throughout my day and really let love win? I love that. Let love win. I love it. Yes. Well, I will make sure that... Uh... I reiterate your Facebook group and your website and that they can get a, a free copy of the, your digital version of your book. That's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, yeah, this has been so great. And it's been just such an honor to, to talk to you and learn, learn more about what you're doing. And thank you for, for being there in the world and what you're doing. Oh, well, thank you then. Thank you for bringing happiness solved to the world. The world certainly needs more joy and more happiness. Yeah. So thank you oh, for that. Of course. You take care. Thank you, Kelly. There were so many golden nuggets that Kelly shared, and I hope that you were able to learn one thing that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about Kelly, you can visit her website at www.kellycalabrese.com. She has all sorts of resources available there as well. To learn more about me, please visit my website at www.sandyscarlotta.com. 
So thank you so much for listening today. And as always, I hope that you and your family stay safe and healthy and that your lives are filled with peace, joy, and happiness. Take care, everyone.